Thank you for listening to the Voices of UMass Chan, featuring the people, ideas, and advances of UMass Chan Medical School. Welcome to a new episode of the Voices of UMass Chan. I'm Jennifer Berryman, your host and Vice Chancellor for Communications. Today, a topic that's relevant for everyone, really, staying healthy, staying up to date on the latest health and medical related information. It's something that we all want to do. This June, UMass Chan will once again be hosting a Multicultural Women's Health Summit on our campus. To talk about this, our guests today are Marlena Duncan. She's the Vice Chancellor for Diversity and Inclusion here at UMass Chan, and Dr. Jennifer Bradford, a family medicine physician and assistant professor. Thanks to both of you for making some time to tell us about this. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you for having us. So this is an event that that was started pre-pandemic, and now you're finally able to bring it back, which is super exciting. Can you just give us an overview of what you have planned and what do you envision the day will be like? Sure, I, I can start and uh, Dr. Bradford can jump in. So it's a half day, you know, free long, free exciting event for families um, around wellness. And it's sponsored by UMass Chan Medical School in conjunction with the Central Mass Links chapter. And the Links is an organization for professional um, women of color. And this event brings together families from diverse backgrounds to learn about um, important health issues that affect their communities. So the summit is focused on educating the public about a wide range of health topics, including um, preventative care, chronic disease management, and mental health. What I think I'm, I'm most excited about this health summit is that you know we're, we're meeting in person for first time in about two to three years. And this is really a chance for us to open up our UMass community to our, our community at large. And so, you know, I think this will be a great chance for women and families to come together to meet each other, to network, to have comfortable conversations with, with healthcare providers so they can learn things about mental health and, and, and their physical health as, as well. And you, you've got women in the name of the event. And Dr. Bradford, you mentioned women and families. Can you talk about who this event is for? Who are you hoping will make time to attend? We're just hoping that anyone from the community, anyone from our, our surrounding community to come and learn about health topics such as um, breast health or the ABCs of, of hypertension. And, and so it's just gonna be a, a, just a chance for, for individuals to, to visit different stations. And so, you know, you have families who's gonna be learning about hypertension, about eye health for instance, and it's something that's, you know, that's going to be relevant for women, it's going to be relevant for, for children, just for families in general. And so we just really wanted to use this time for women to focus on their health, because a lot of times we put our, our health at the, you know, at the, in the background. And, and so, you know, we really want to make sure that women are focusing on their health and that they have a chance to, to ask questions. And I think oftentimes women are um, an influential member of a family unit, right? They might help uh, children or spouses or other relatives manage health issues. They might be the one purchasing the food or making the doctor's appointments. Is that uh, part of what you have in mind when you're focusing on women for this event? Absolutely. I mean, as you mentioned, um, women are usually the, the core of the family, particularly when we're looking at um, families of color. And so we want to center their experience during this summit. And all of our sessions will be led from people that identify as women of color. 
And so that's really um, important to us to have those spaces in the room that they can talk from professional, but also personal experience of, you know, really what are the tips and tricks and, you know, around health and wellness. And I think we're setting an example to women of color that we matter. You know, we want to be role models for our entire community. And this summit, I think, will give us an opportunity to show that. So Dr. Bradford, you know, like we said at the beginning, you're a family and community health physician. So you have patients coming in and out of your office or, you know, exam room all the time. I'm guessing that gives you a pretty good sense of what people are curious about. So what are some of those questions that you hear from patients over and over that might be addressed at this health summit? I love this community, the WISA community. And so, you know, I spend time, of course, in the clinic, but then also at the hair salons. And so some health topics come up. And so one of the big topics that I hear women discuss is maternal health. They want to know how to make sure that they are able to get the best care while they're pregnant, how they're able to appropriately breastfeed their babies and just take care of, of the, the household. And, and that's, and I think that's going to be, that is going to be one of the topics that we discuss at the health summit. And that's a really very, very big issue within community of women. Other issues that, that we discuss would be cardiac issues, you know, because a lot of times women are misdiagnosed when they have um, maybe symptoms of, of MI that's, um, or heart attack, symptoms of a, of a heart attack. And women want to know, how do I, how do I protect myself? And so women want to know if there are medications that they could take, are there lifestyle changes that they can make or engage in that could help prevent cardiac issues? Um, another concern for women are, is, is diabetes. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of, you know, especially in, in families of color, there's individuals that have diabetes and, and it's, a, it's a pretty traumatic diagnosis for a lot of women and, and families. Um, and so we're going to have an opportunity to talk about how to, how to screen yourself, how to make sure that you're, you're on top of your diet, that you're engaging in those activities that can help prevent diabetes. Yeah. And what are some of the warning signs as well? I think that would be really of interest. So um, I want to say right out of the gate, this event is free. It's open to any member of the community. It takes place on Saturday, June 17th here on the medical school's campus. We'll give the registration information as we um, continue this conversation. But can you give us an idea, you know, you will have some hands-on experiences for people to participate in. And, and then what else? Will it be like mini lectures from physicians or will people be able to ask their own questions? Yeah, so I can go through some of the session titles. Uh, so we have the ABCs of breast health and cancer screening, screening um, destigmatizing mental health, maternal health. We all turn it into our parents eventually, natural changes to the eyes, heart health, uh, the effects of menopause on the skin, hair, and, and nails. Ask the doctor. So that's an open session where people can come with their questions mm-hmm. and ask the doctors in the room whatever they have on their mind. Healthy tips and tricks for a healthier you. And Latina wellness. So we will be joined by uh, Maria Garcia, who's a clinician here at UMass Medical, Maddie Castillo, and Carla de la Cruz, um, who also works at UMass Medical School and specifically focusing on Latina wellness. So those are just some of the sessions that we have. Um, And then we have some interactive sessions and screenings. We, for example, will have a Zumba demonstration and we will have screening for hearing as well as for diabetes. Um, There'll be stations where individuals can take their blood pressure or have their blood pressure taken. 
so there's just going to be a lot of interactive sessions as well as interactive workshops throughout the day. I think we really just want participants to know that they are in control of their health and that they are you know, active participants and that we want, to, we want them to develop a voice. You know, we want them to be able to go to a provider's office and, and say, you know, these are some of the symptoms I'm, I'm, I have. These are questions that I have. And I think that this summit will give individuals an opportunity to try to, to start um, exercising that, that voice. You're really trying to empower people to know what questions to ask and to pay attention to the symptoms that they may or may not be having. So can one of you, Tar, or both of you speak to, you know, why would a medical school hold an event like this in the Worcester area? So first of all, we have our residents and our medical students also participating. So this is a great event for them to also connect with the community. Um, so we're really excited that they will be there supporting this and being part of the sessions. But I, I think that at times, you know, as a medical school, we can feel distant from the community and the community may not know us and, and the great people that work here. And so this gives them an opportunity to get to know us better as well. And that all of our faculty are dual docs, right? So they are working as clinicians in the community, also training our um, students. So, you know, again, it's just a, a great way for us all to continue to build community, build trust, and for folks to know that we are here um, to serve them. Dr. Bradford, is there anything you'd like to add to that? Well, I, I mean, I just, I think the medical school is, we're part of the fabric of this community. And so it makes sense for us to have the summit at the medical school. You know, we want people to come to us and we want to go to people as well. So Dr. Bradford, earlier you were mentioning that you um, have a portion of your role that's dedicated to ensuring equity, equity in medical education, equity in patient care and access and, and really addressing some of those social determinants of health. I think some people might feel like those don't exist anymore, but can you talk about how you see the social determinants of health play out day in and day out? You know, I, I usually start from the from the perspective of the of the provider. You know, we all have biases, right? We all we all have those those um, biases that we might not recognize, and unfortunately, that does play a part in how we take care of our patient population. And so, you know, one of the things I do as um, as a person who cares about equity is I, I teach our providers that is important to recognize their biases and then act on those, you know, and, and then recognize them and then try to make changes so that we can undo mm -hmm. some of the inequities that we find within our healthcare system. Because a lot of times, you know, I, I think it's, it's more, it starts more from the provider and not necessarily from the patient side. You know, the patients are, are when they come to us, they are in vulnerable positions where, you know, we have a lot of the knowledge that, that they're seeking but sometimes, you know, our patients are intimidated when they're coming into our, our clinical system. And so we have to make space for our patients to be able to feel comfortable to ask us questions that are on their minds, to challenge providers to say, wait a minute, you prescribe this medication, but my neighbor says that this doesn't work. <laughs> you know, we have to contend with the neighbor, with the yeah. neighbor beliefs, because that's that's powerful. And so, you know, I mean, we there's definitely inequities within medicine. There's definitely bias. There's definitely racism. You know, we're all part of, of, of a system and that system is unfortunately built around racism. And so we have to use as many tools as we can to undo some of, of that within our system so that we can provide care to our patient populations that is 
equitable. Thank you for that, because you're right. When we're sitting in the doctor's office, that's something that we can all relate to. We're feeling very vulnerable. We're wearing that little sheet sometimes. Um, And people do need to feel empowered to speak up and advocate for their own health. So let's just go over the basics again. Again, this is a Multicultural Women's Health Summit. It's being held on Saturday, June 17th at UMass Chan Medical School, right along Route 9 uh, near Lake Quinsigamon in the city of Worcester. It starts at 8.30 in the morning, goes until two o'clock in the afternoon, and it's free. It's really important. We really wanna open up our doors to members of the community to come by. So registration is open now. If you wanna grab a pencil, we can give you the, uh, the address where you can register. It's umassmed.edu slash DIO and DIO stands for diversity and inclusion office at UMass Chan. Is there anything else that you want people to know to really encourage them to participate in this summit? Another um, you know, thing that we're really excited about is that our keynote speaker for the luncheon will be our new executive director of the um, collaboratory in health equity. And um, her name is Dr. Krista Johnson Agbakwu. And her role is really being that um, connector between the research that we have going on at the medical school, um, what's happening in the community, and really helping to address some of those concerns related to to health equity in central Massachusetts. So she's going to be our keynote. Um, I think this will be a great way for her to learn more about the needs and concerns about within the community. Um, but then the community get a chance to see how great she is. And, and I think she's going to be a great addition to our, uh, our campus. So we're really excited to have her as the keynote. That's awesome. And, you, you know, you raise a good point that none of us can do this alone. Patients can't do it alone. Providers can't do it alone. Medical school can't do it alone. It really only works when everybody is collaborating and working together to improve the systems, as you said. So one way you can certainly do that as a patient, as a member of the community, is to come and learn and get some health screenings and um, empower yourself and the members of your family. So thank you very much for your time, Dr. Jennifer Bradford and Dr. Merlina Duncan. We really appreciate the information and look forward to seeing how the day goes. One more time, if you would like to register, log on to umassmed.edu slash D-I-O, umassmed.edu slash D-I-O, and you'll find the link to register right there. Follow us at UMass Chan on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. On YouTube, find us at UMass Chan Medical School.